Welcome to Alpha Geek Radio special event coverage. The following interview was held at PAX Prime 2015 with Mike McCain of Hairbrain Schemes. We discussed the recently released Shadowrun Hong Kong as well as their announced Battletech Kickstarter. This is Alpha Geek Radio, a special PAX Prime 2015 presentation. We're here with Hairbrain Schemes. Mike. Hey. You are uh, the man who knows everything, so hopefully... Apparently, yeah, <laughs> so, they, so they tell me. So you guys just delivered uh, Hong Kong, Shadowrun. Just came out? Yeah, just came out uh, last Thursday, actually. Okay. Last th- no, two Thursday, I don't know. That's Ty- <laughs> It's Ty been a busy flies. month for us, but uh, yeah, no, just came out, gotten a lot of good, uh, got a lot of really positive feedback on Steam. Uh, you know, reviews been starting to hit pretty positive, so yeah. that's been really exciting. Well, the story would even seem more expansive, and so as did the, uh, just the missions themselves are super fleshed out. Like, there is no fluff in there. Every mission has a lot of stuff put into it. So awesome. I, I like that a lot. Yeah, that's great to hear. Um, do you find it easier now, the third time around, to develop? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes and no. I mean, there's there's certainly things that have uh, that have gotten easier, but I think... Anytime that, that you're embarking on such a ambitious sort of a storytelling experience and, and yeah. you know, trying to evoke an all-new setting, like in this case, obviously Hong Kong brings its own set of uh, research and, sure. uh, and sort of things to, to try to get right. So, uh, you know, it's always it's a new a challenge. challenge. Uh, the, you know, you, I think our, uh, our eyes are always going to be a little bigger than our stomachs, so to right, speak, right. Uh, when it comes to scope. Uh, but you know the good the good thing about that is everyone's like really passionate about the projects and really hardworking. So right. you know everyone gave it their all, and and I think uh, you know hopefully it shows in the experience. Yeah. So. It it does. Uh, this time around, compared to Dragonfall, the p- main player character seems to be like more intimately involved in the whole story. Like everything from the get go, like you have a history with everything that's happening. Not to bring yeah, spoilers yeah. in, was that really a design decision from the start, or was it kind of the way the story just shaped itself? It, yeah, you know, I, I would say a little bit of both. Okay. Uh, so the story kind of shaped itself that way over time. One of the design decisions that we did have from early on, though, was making this a story about someone becoming a shadow runner rather than already being a shadow right. runner. So that's something that we really wanted to pay off. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. you become kind of a fish out of water, not only yeah. in Hong Kong, but also in the world of, uh, of being a of professional uh, criminal operative. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Right on. Uh, the uh, new Matrix, especially the ability to sneak through it, which is completely different than just kind of the brute force you had to do before. Uh, what's been the response to that? Uh, overall, it's been really positive so far. Uh, we've had, an, I, I'd say, one comment that we've seen a few times is that we didn't do a whole lot as far as the tutorialization of it. Uh, Actually, something we're fi- fixing in a patch uh, nice. this weekend. So, uh, get, like, get, you know, it's new, so yeah. we should probably tell you a little bit more what happens with it. Was that but, especially in the hacking portion of it? Exactly, okay. yeah. And it, it is in our help doc, uh, right. screens. It's just not necessarily front-loaded to face. the player. Yeah. But outside of that, I think people have really enjoyed it. I think uh, one of the criticisms we had previously on The Matrix is it did get a little bit repetitive, right. and it was pretty combat-heavy. Yeah. So I think uh, it's been really successful at uh, breaking that experience up. Uh, and, and, you know, giving the, the turn-based combat experience something a little bit fresh because there is a real-time mechanic to the new Matrix gameplay. Right, right. Uh, so just kind of keeping players on their toes a little bit. Awesome. Uh, and I think uh, the Shadowrun fans I've seen have responded really well to it, kind of feeling like 
the Matrix. Yeah. You know, we gave it a whole uh, visual overhaul, too. Right, so right. I think that's been really yeah. exciting for fans. The graphics are amazing looking. Oh, um, thanks, man. Ractor has been my, like, my favorite character so far. I've well, heard that from a few people. Well, Ractor and Gaichu and, and is really, tend to be really yeah. popular. Yeah. I mean, every character is great, just like the uh, Dragonfall characters really are all your runners with you are good. Mm -hmm. He just stood out because he's very different from anything else. Yeah. He's, he's definitely on the borderline of like, you might be just completely evil, but that's okay. He might be a bit of a right. socio. I, I don't know how much we're trying yeah, to avoid yeah, I know, uh, spoilers I don't know here, though. Spoilers. Uh, but what was the inspiration behind him? I mean, he almost has a, a Dexter-like feel. To uh, yeah, that might have been one of the inspirations. Yeah. Uh, we'd have to ask Andrew, oh. our lead writer. We can actually grab him over oh, here in a bit cool. if you want to talk yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting to yeah. hear. All right, so last thing on, on the game, though. Dragonfall had a DC. Are you planning a director's cut version? Uh, we are not planning a director's okay. cut version. You know, we set out from the beginning with Hong Kong to sort of try to hit the scope of the director's cut to begin with. Right. So while on Dragonfall, the director's cut represented a lot of things like bringing the game from DLC to a fully fledged title, yeah. uh, to being able to add party member trust missions and better inventory and party member management. Right. Uh, Hong Kong, you know, we wanted to get all that right away so we see it as already being kind of that level of game for us we are however uh rolling right onto a mini campaign oh, nice. uh which we're going to be uh delivering uh january february wow. next year no rest uh, and that's that was yeah that was the one of the final stretch goals in our kickstarter that's right. campaign nice. uh, so we're excited to be doing that and adding that to the as a dlc to the game cool uh battle tech you guys Battletech. just have announced that you're going to be doing a Kickstarter. Do you know when the Kickstarter kick starts? It'll be roughly a month from now. <laughs> month, okay. Yeah, so we've been, you know, we announced it at Gen Con about yeah. a month ago, uh, and we've just been trying to get the word out as much as possible. Right. Uh, Jordan and I are really excited uh, to be working on that now. Uh, you know, we're in uh, sort of early prototyping, yeah. but uh, but I think the fan response to sort of the direction we're taking has already been extremely positive, so we're really excited about How that. How long have you been kicking around the idea for it? I, I mean, honestly, like, ever since Hairbrain Scheme started, really? someone's been asking about Jordan, it? like, okay, when do we get the opportunity to do Battletech, nice. right? Uh, but it just became possible recently, uh, you know, we were able to get a uh, license to make a turn-based Battletech game. Great. Uh, so we are jumping on that opportunity. Okay, so I'm going to unfortunately show my age here. As a wee lad, I played games like Crescent Hawk Exception. Yeah, that was Crescent the Hawk first uh, Battletech PC right. game. Yeah. Yeah. Is, that, is it more in that vein that you're going for? Are you looking more towards like the Mech Commander series or... Probably a little bit more towards Mech Commander, okay. i got to say. I started with MechWarrior uh, 2, and I did play right. Mech Commander, but that's been more my line of sort of uh, okay. uh, personal history with the product. Right, uh, right. We're definitely going to be trying to capture that tactical battlefield experience, yeah. though. Okay. So we're, what we're not doing is we're not looking to literally translate the board game rules. Sure, sure. But we do want to get that feeling across and, and that complexity yeah. and sort of uh, just... You know, tactical command of sure. mechs, right? Like, facing is important. Mechs don't turn on a dime. Right. How you customize your mechs is going to be really important. All that sort of stuff. That's interesting. So let me rift on your uh, customization. Because that always seems to be, it's like what everybody wants, and yet it also brings its own set of challenges. Absolutely, Because yeah. everybody becomes an alpha strike machine. Sure. So... Have you guys started even talking about like how do I how do you handle that to keep the balance? Uh, you know, Jordan's been exploring that a little bit. I think obviously a lot of that'll just be in the balancing right. and designing systems so that there's a lot of checks and balances yeah. in the game. I'd say another element of that is you know I really want to make sure that all the sort of uh, 
complexity and options that uh, Battletech fans expect uh -huh. are present in the game and allow you to fine-tune your mechs and gain a tactical right. advantage. But I also want to make sure that that stuff isn't, isn't it, completely the, yeah. alienating, right? So yeah. I think or that finding the... The just, one spec that yeah, you have to go with. Exactly. So, yeah. so finding the sweet spot between making sure all the options are there, but making sure that the game doesn't require you to spend right. hours and hours in the mech lab, you know, having the right kind of default options that do pretty well. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, like you said, just making sure that you can't just put six PPCs on your right. Mac and go to town. But, uh, you know, one of the other things there that is really nice, though, is we are uh, setting this game in the 3025 era right. of Battletech, which is pre-Clan Invasion. Right, right. So you're not going to have any of the Omnimech stuff yeah. going on. Uh, uh, inner sphere pre-invasion mechs are very prone to overheating, so sure. there's a lot more caution uh, Yeah, required. it's hard to fire everything at <laughs> yeah, once. Yeah, exactly, so well. you'll have to, to choose carefully. Nice. Do you think there's uh, going to be kind of like some role-playing elements with the mech warriors themselves? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. So we want to bring a lot of, uh, we want to bring RPG elements to the game, but it is not an RPG. So right. I'm trying to be very clear about how we position that up front. Right, right. Because we don't want you thinking it's going to be another Shadowrun. But this is going to be a tact, I guess where I would say Shadowrun is an RPG with tactical combat, turn-based combat. Sure. I would say Battletech is going to aiming to be a turn-based tactical combat game with, with RPG elements. Pieces. Okay. So kind of flip-flop that around. Great. But you are going to customize the skill growth of your mech warriors over time, be able to hire new mech warriors onto your nice. mercenary outfit, right. uh, and take the missions that you want to take. So, um, And this may be too early, but are you planning purely mechs, or are you thinking like a combined arms approach? Oh, we would really like to have combined arms on the battlefield, yeah. not necessarily under your direct control. Sure. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I think our early conversations are more like, well, you can order an airstrike, and, and okay. you know, you have air support, but you wouldn't necessarily be commanding every right. fighter unit turn to turn, right? Okay. The focus will be on commanding your lance. Right. We'd love to have supporting units, yeah. and we haven't proven any of that out yet, so I'm okay. not promising it. No, 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 understood. <laughs> but, I, yeah, but... Uh, I'm hoping it'll be fun. It'll add depth yeah. to the battlefield, and you know. I think it even answers some of the the, the balancing issues of your mech. Cause machine guns have a purpose. If you got infantry, you need to shoot. Yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. exactly. So, and to some extent, you know, we'll see how well we do on Kickstarter too. Right. Like yeah. The, <laughs> the better we do, the more of that stuff we can sort of seriously explore. And, uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say you're going to do okay on Kickstarter. We're, we're hoping. <laughs> um, lastly, because it's come up, especially looking at like MechWarrior Online. Um, there was always been some licensing issues around certain mechs. Uh -huh. you, have you run into that, or is that something you're, are you going to just try to stay away uh, from those? So we're using the modern mech designs okay. uh, that mech for the most part that MechWarrior Online uses. Right. Obviously we are 3025, right. so we're going to be applying our own style to sure. uh, to mechs, and certain mechs like the Mad Cat aren't around yet, so they right. won't be in our game. Uh, but in general, that's, that's our direction with okay. mechs. Thank you for listening to Alpha Geek Radio special event coverage of PAX Prime 2015. Check us out on the web at www.alphageekradio.com where you can find shows, interviews, live streams, videos, and event coverage for all things that are Alpha Geek.